But why do you need to wreck this game? Because it's wreckable, all right? I took another look at it and I changed my mind. Stop listening after you said we need a plan. I like your plan, except it sucks, so let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out if you want to go over to thehate.com. Hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone D people's dynasty podcast on this week's show we unfortunately have to talk about injuries we're going to talk about trades from both an nfl and dynasty perspective and speaking of bad news with some good news no jerry this week Uh, he's out being the working man and schedules don't always line up but the good news is is i got my old pal the dirtiest player in the game today you may know him as dr kyle you can see him on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Dr. Kyle, man, been a while. Good to be back, man. It's good to see you. It, it, it's good. Um, this show uh, kind of got thrown on Dr. Kyle and I at the last minute. It might be a modified cluster muck as we we try to soldier through some topics. But uh, I was out last week, man. I, I was pulling a Dr. Kyle. So Kyle is constantly out gallivanting around all over the globe with the lovely Mrs. Dr. Kyle. And, and listen, I don't blame him. These guys have worked incredibly hard. Uh, they're, what, they're, they're known as dinks. And if you don't know what a dink is, that's dual income, no kids. And they are living their best dual income, no kid life. So I was out last week. I was in Colorado hiking with my family. It wasn't baseball, Jerry. But a big shout out to Tyler, who stepped in last week. Did you happen to catch last week's show? I, Memphis, I have not caught about any shows or any podcasts of late. You are uh, just out there too busy, but I tell you, Tyler kicked a lot of ass. And so what's funny, if you listen to last week's show, uh, you know Jerry is a big fan of Kenneth Walker. Would you you agree with that statement? Yeah, I saw saw a Twitter post of his that was pretty solid and uh, vintage Jerry in regards to Kenneth Walker. Vintage Jerry indeed would be correct. Just search at Jerry Send DWZ and Kenneth Walker. You'll see a uh, patented Jerry GIF that is uh, it, it, it's a masterpiece. That's the only way I can describe it is, is a masterpiece. Really so is. we're back. Um, you've been gambling, man, legal in New York this year. I'm not making your bets allegedly for a friend through a friend this year. You, uh, you, you, you're legal there in New York City. You don't have to go to Jersey. You don't have to talk to the... Uh, the, the guys down at the social club, you can just simply hop on your apps. How's your uh, gambling life going? <laughs> so it's almost nil. I decided mostly, um, aside from the occasional maybe coffee bet, that it was one less thing I needed to worry about on Sundays if I didn't. So it's 
and 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 with being in you know ten dynasty leagues that are of varying uh, values, I decided it was probably a good idea to spend more time making uh, decisions for dynasty. So I get my fix through my friends and through you. And yeah, uh, I, I you know I I parred it back this year too. Um, I didn't I, I didn't want to come across as a uh, as as a pseudo shark. Yeah, uh, I yeah. do. I do quite well with prop bets. Uh, I'm I'm in a couple of survivor pools. I'm doing a, for lack of a better term, it's like a pick'em contest. It's uh, it it mimics the uh, gold, the 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 what is it, the the Western or whatever it is, the the Super Bowl of of sports betting out in Vegas. Oh, the Westgate. Uh, the Westgate. I said the Western, but that didn't feel right. Yeah, the Westgate Gold. It mimics that contest. I, I sent you some picks, man. I've been on fire. Yeah. Uh, if the uh, if if the Patriots can wind up covering tonight, I'll have been uh, twelve and three in my last five weeks. But that's not why we're here. You're not here to talk about gambling, vacations, uh, giving too many shout outs to our boy Tyler for filling in for me last week. You're here to talk about dynasty fantasy football. But before we do, please do me a favor and head over to iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, if you're listening on uh, any podcast app that will allow you to do a review, do it. And normally this show would have been on YouTube, but our boys from the Dynasty War Games were recording at the same time. So you could have got this one via Twitter. But uh, Dr. Kyle, since you're here and I've got one, uh, you, what do you think about a quick good person, bad tweets? Oh, that, I mean, Memphis, if there's ever something that you created that should just go down in history as quality, it's that. You that, know, I, that I, part I, of the show. I love it. I, I, I don't want to accuse anyone of gimmick infringement, but good people, bad tweets is basically what the new uh, account that's taken Twitter by storm. It's at Fantasy Receipts. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they have literally grown a 12,000 person following. In like less than a month, literally, wow. they, they started the first of October, and they have already grown that following to twelve thousand people. So kudos to them; they've done a great job. They've got like national people. Michael Fabiano yesterday, he he put out like a list of five start sit type players, like all four of them missed, and fantasy uh, receipts commented on his post and he posted a picture of Hank from Breaking Bad that says, do what you got to do. <laughs> I mean, national analysts have steered into this and, and I think it's great because it's about accountability. It's not about tearing people down or oh. calling or calling anyone an asshole. That's why I dubbed it good people, bad tweets, because these are good people. I mean, people, they, yeah. they love football. They love dynasty, just like you, just like me, just like Jerry, Tyler, everybody. They just love dynasty. you listening. We just love dynasty fantasy football and fantasy football in general. But sometimes when you when you, when you, when you when you screw up, people like me, people like fantasy receipts will come for you. And today today's uh today's uh, offender, we'll call him an offender, is Sal Vetri at Sal Vetri V E T R I D F S. Uh, he's the guy who's famous for threads. He's the guy who will put out seven running backs that you need to pick up right now. Um. He is in incredibly sharp as it relates to building a following on social media. He is not good at fantasy football. So really good at engagement. I mean, he's got over 100,000 subs 
and I have no blue idea how. Um, here, here is the one that he posted on looks like uh, Saturday. And he said, Robert Woods is a must start. In his last game, he saw a season high 81% snaps, leading to a team high 29 routes and eight targets. He now faces the Colts, number 23 secondary. That's just like numbers and words soup. Let's talk about the game script. Let's talk about the fact that through six games, now seven games, the Colts have never given up more than 90 yards to a wide receiver. I think they've given up two, maybe three wide receiver touchdowns all year. The problem with the Indianapolis Colts isn't the defense. The defense yesterday actually gave up nine points. Matt Ryan, and we'll get to him in just a second, gave up 10 via turnovers. So this is this, this is bad. This is like the third time I've seen someone wanting to pick on the Colts defense. If you want to play a DF, was it DST, a defense special teams against the Colts, probably understandable. They're going to be starting a young guy who doesn't have any NFL starts under his belt. But to just go out there and say blanketly, you know, here are some numbers soup, and to tell people to go play Bob Woods was uh, was a bad take. What do you think about that there, DWZ, uh, Dr. PT? Yeah, that was uh, that was ripe for the picking up. That's such a bad that's, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there with like word and number soup. Like I, I don't even, I think I've followed a lot of the, these guys that have these threads at one point, And then, you know, three threads later, I'm unfollowing them because it, but because somebody else liked it or follows it, it still ends up on my feed. And I'm like, guys, see like, less of, yeah, you, you hit the little yeah. three buttons, not interested in this tweet, see less from Yeah. The, 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 this is, so guys be careful. Those of you that are still doing fantasy and dynasty at a high level going into week eight, you're the winners. You're passionate. You have a good process on your own. Don't be swayed by tweets like this. And that was good people, bad tweets brought to you by our patron. Now, Kyle uh, was at one time the OG, the original, the number one overall Patreon at patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone, And obviously he's been around for a while. Um, become and same with all of our patrons. You become more than just patrons. You become our friends. Um, we did a special live stream for everybody on Sunday. Um, gave out a couple of gambling winners. Uh, told one member of the Patreon that I would definitely start Juju over Keenan Allen. How's that looking today? I, I mean, it, it, it j- just felt easy, Doctor Kyle. Just felt easy. Yeah. But uh, you're a patron and was were him. I, I don't know, but you were there. I mean, <laughs> you you have you have firsthand experience. I do. How, how do you feel like when you're in the group chat? You pop by every once in a while with a medical opinion. I do. I try. I try and pop in there. It is action packed, man. I mean, especially on Sunday. I'll go in and all of a sudden there's a hundred, a hundred chats. I open it and sometimes I just close it. Cause I'm like, I just can't have this number hundred hanging around anymore. It's um, the, the, the little, you get that, um, the anxiety seeing that little red dot with all like, what am I missing? I know. You know, I, I, know. I, I came down off the, uh, the hiking trail on Thursday and it went bananas. Um, that's what, but, but if, if you're interested in our reactions, that's where you get immediate reaction to trades like the Christian McCaffrey trade. Because yeah. I finally got around to putting that on a podcast on YouTube on Sunday. But by then, um, it was way past 
time to, you know, make any real actionable advice. James Robinson, we're going to cover that in a minute. So that's just a lot of the stuff. Um, bonus podcasts, Sunday morning start sit help, dynasty trade help, you name it. We uh, we do it over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. But man, let's just jump into it. I want to get your opinion on the Christian McCaffrey trade. What were your thoughts when you saw that come down? I guess for you as an East Coaster, late Thursday I, night. I woke up to it, I think, on Friday. Oh, you, you're already in bed. Oh, yeah, Memphis. I'm getting older by the second. We all are. Uh, act accordingly. This, this is an, a late night for me, staying up till probably 10 o'clock to, uh, to do this. You know, I. it's interesting that it, the 49ers were the team to, to pull the trigger. Like, I don't know. Is Jimmy G the answer at quarterback? Like, it doesn't seem like he has been. So why do they think they're a Christian McCaffrey away? I don't know. Because let me ask you this: Who in the A? Excuse me, the NFC West are, are you scared of? Yeah, that's fair. Maybe, I mean, Seattle maybe, leads the division. You own the Rams. Yeah. The Cardinals are. I, I guess they looked better, but I mean, Andy Dalton literally gave them that game on on Thursday night. There's no reason why. And then who else in the NFC scares you? Green Bay looks like hell. Kirk Cousins is not ready for primetime. He always bombs in the playoffs and in primetime games. That's now not just an opinion. That's a statement of fact. The Buccaneers look broken. I mean, in the NFC. You're forgetting a lot of those NFC East teams, though, man. I was getting ready to say the only team that, that would concern me if I were the San Francisco 49ers would be the Eagles because they have the offensive firepower to keep up with them, and they have a defense that could really stymie the the Jimmy G the, the one advantage San Francisco has is they have a lot of playoff experience. They've made it to a Super Bowl. They were a dropped interception away from going back to a second Super Bowl. And both of that was with Jimmy G. And now you're adding a star. They're loaded with stars everywhere. Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, Kittle's being finally used again in the receiving game. You got Brandon Ayuk. It looked like through a one-game sample that Debo really kind of took this uh this one on the chin. Because if they're going to use McCaffrey in that Debo role, and Debo's yep. not getting a bunch of targets. It kind of feels like Debo's value is going to be the one that that's hammered. But from an he overall perspective, what's that? I said at least he got paid. Hey, you, yeah. Um, but I think Debo's the kind of guy that wants to contribute. I do too. A, 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 as well. So um, just before like we hit the record button, because we were actually recorded this on a Tuesday, excuse me, Monday during the Monday Night Football game, James Robinson got traded to the Jets. So give me give me your medical opinion so far. It looks like unlike actually I have a two parter for you. I know let's you're hear, not let's there. Hear one of those parts. I I know you're not there, and you can't see the the medical charts as a doctor of physical therapy. But just hearing as a, so far, it's a straight up ACL week seven. Um, plenty of time to recover. Do you have any concerns from a dynasty standpoint about Brees Hall? No, if it's just ACL, no. No, I mean, I think we know that next year he'll probably look uh, like a slightly less perfect version of himself, and then the year following he's he's good to go. So he's definitely – I mean, he's the obvious buy low now for rebuilders. Um, but, no, the ACL – the ACL is not on my list of scary things from a dynasty perspective at this point. And just because we've had the, uh, the uh, good fortune – of having you because you have been so busy. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about Javante Williams. Now, Javante Williams had multiple ligament ligament 
uh, interaction, something called a corner. Um, I, I didn't really get all, I'm not a doctor. I just play yeah. one on this podcast, but that one seems a little bit more scary and there's a yeah, lot that more, a lot, lot more, uh, involved. Yeah. That one is, uh, more similar to JK Dobbins where there's a lot more involvement and it's, uh, it's just tougher to come back from. So I think we'll see probably when was Williams injury? What, two weeks ago? Week four or five. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we see him. I don't know. Like I, the whole JK Dobbins preseason thing was, was weird to begin with. Like he was getting angry at people on Twitter because people on Twitter were trying to do their being job. Right. And exactly. I'm like, if him coming back week one, it just, it didn't seem like a good idea. Um, which I guess, I guess he didn't come back week one, but he, uh, I mean, here we are. It's getting scoped and it's going to be another four to six weeks. So I don't think we're going to see much of him the rest of the year. To be quite I don't honest. think so either. I mean, I, uh, I, I went crazy Sunday morning. The FFPC waivers run. You get you get two shots at waivers on FFPC Wednesday night and Sunday morning, and I realized it was nine fifty as I'm making breakfast, and I, for I for some reason had Justice Hill in my head, and I went and bid. I overbid on him in ten leagues, but the the process was right. It was the wrong guy, but I think there's got you know it. it Dobbins is basically probably going to be a ghost the rest of the year. That would be my guess. Like even so he's going to come back in four to six weeks and they're probably going to, if anything, ease him back in because they didn't ease him back in this time. And they really, I mean, I don't even think he had that much volume in the the four, three or four weeks that he played. So um, unfortunate, but again, you know, who knows, like was the, was the surgery great and maybe PT was not great or maybe surgery wasn't great and PT was good or he just didn't, didn't get back to con- fully conditioned. Who knows? There's a lot of things, like you said, I don't have the charts. I didn't work with them personally. So it's, uh, it's just hard to tell. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like, cause you're, cause, and he mentioned the FFPC and I didn't do him any favors by not giving him a, a proper introduction. Like I would uh, a non-traditional member of the team guest cause Kyle is doing a, doing the Lord's work by helping me out this evening, <laughs> but he, uh, you know, he, he, as a doctor, he plays in a ton of FFPC leagues. I don't want to put his business out there, but he plays deep. <laughs> you know, he, he plays in, when I say high stakes, he plays in some high stakes leagues. He co-runs some leagues that are pretty, uh, pretty pricey. So you're, and, and you play a lot of FFPC and that's, that's some content that Jerry and I are going to look at doing a little bit more of next year here at the Dynasty Warzone, especially in the offseason, because it seems to be a very popular format um, yeah. of which. So it sounds like from being because that's how we met was you're obviously a uh, uh, a big gamer. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like to me you'd be much more willing to invest in a quote unquote buy low on Brees, Brees Hall than Javante Williams based on what limited amount of information you have. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well, let, let's stick in New York. James Robinson, does that do anything for you? I mean, if anything, I think you got another James Robinson cell window. Um, I, I don't know. Like, everybody was amped to see Cam Akers do what he did in the playoffs with coming off of that Achilles. And really what he did was not great. And then look at the results even deeper this year with more of a sample size. And James Robinson, similar thing. Like, there was some hype on James Robinson. I don't know. There's some people that, like, want to fade ETN, like, why, why did we give ETN this uh, 
no no room for error like we give every other rookie because Etienne basically is a rookie this year. He, d- he didn't play at all last year. He was coming off of a very serious uh, injury. And James Robinson was like, I forget what the stat was through the first, whatever, three or four weeks, but like 95% of his runs went for, you know, less than three yards or less than two yards, something ridiculous like that. And sure enough, he, he basically was phased out the past couple of weeks. Well, for me, this is this almost feels premeditated by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like they didn't hardly play him at all yesterday. Zero carries. He had one target in the past game. This feels like over the past couple of weeks they've been shopping him. And first of all, I before so. I give you a, a dynasty opinion, shame on the Los Angeles Rams, who really need a running back right now. And word rumor is they were in on Christian McCaffrey. Wow. And that's why the Niners paid what they did, not only to get a dynamic player on their team, but as a blocking move mm-hmm. to keep a division rival from getting another weapon. But where's Les Sneed, Mr. You know, fuck them picks guy? Where's he at out there, you know, trying to talk about James Robinson? The Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs, no offense to Pacheco and all these guys. But before I give you a little James Robinson, how about I'll make it real simple. Do you remember last year during the fantasy playoffs? Because he made me a ton of cash. You remember when Sony Michelle did real well for the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Rams? Yeah. Why, why don't you just get on the phone and literally trade Cam Akers for Sony Michelle? Just be done with it. Trade yeah. those guys. Those guys don't have to move apartments. Those guys don't have to move anywhere. They can literally just trade out their uniforms, and Sony Michelle can go back to being fantasy relevant again. Why not that, Doctor Kyle? I don't. You know, I I don't understand why. Deals like that don't get done more frequently. You know, something that came to mind only because I saw him pop up on Twitter was, remember Will Fuller? Uh, remember when the Yes, Jackson- I remember Will Fuller. Nobody in the fantasy space will let me forget Will Fuller because they just keep wanting – they want Will Fuller to be the salve on every wide receiving wound in the league. Well, Maybe he's done with football. Maybe he's happy with the money he has, and he's just living well, his life. Did you see he's, he signed some uh, contract with some gaming company? That, I that's did what not, but, up that, on but that makes sense. Well, that yeah, makes I a mean, ton of sense. What a great uh, – you know, his injury risk is like tendonitis the rest of his life. That's much better than another concussion. Or, uh, he's, he's probably, what, 27, 28 years old? Yeah, I think so. I think he played probably a rookie deal. First-round pick? Yeah. And it's he like got, a contract. He's he probably money. sitting on 30, 40 million if he's if he's treated it well and you know done well with his money. Why well, put your why put yourself out there? Yeah. Well, my my point of that digression was uh, or prior to the digression was that Houston wouldn't move him for like a fifth round pick at that trade deadline. And I think it was the year he was suspended for the PEDs, and he was in a contract year. So the by the Texans being petty, they kept him, and then he was a free agent and walked anyway. And the like the the point I guess I'm trying to make is like the market like you can value somebody however you want, but the market will always dictate said value. And it, it will dictate their true worth. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so if if everybody else thinks Will Fuller is you know you know bad example for this one I guess or or whatever, um, but if he's not like worth anything more than a fifth round pick, then you have to decide, do you want a fifth round pick or do you want nothing? Like, why not just take the fifth round pick and be done with it? I, I, they got actually got a fifth and a sixth for James Robinson. It's better, than, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And 
it, it tells me a couple of things. It tells me, one, New York does not feel comfortable giving Michael Carter a large role in this offense. Number two, people that want to doubt James Robinson, yeah, if you're not a contender, and I, like I had, like this was like, this is like not quite hitting the lottery, but like a, like a modified Christmas morning for me. I've been a James Robinson guy for, since his rookie year. I was, uh, me via Shane Hallam was the OG dynasty, you know, James Robinson guy out here. And I, I love it. I mean, he's the guy who, as a rookie, finished as an RB1. Last year, up until the time he hurt his Achilles, was a RB1. Through the first four weeks of this season, wait, wait for it. He was a he was an RB one. He's a guy who can handle a bell cow role. He looked great, had some big runs, and it looks like, like I said, I think Jacksonville had premeditated motives in the way they've been handling James Robinson. So if I'm selling, I don't think you're going to get a first. Can I get two seconds? Because in Superflex this year, you're going to want to get quarterbacks. There's going to be three to five quarterbacks. There's going to be a bunch of running backs, more wide receivers. Every year, wide receivers. It's going to be a good two-round Superflex draft. So if you could get a 23-second and a 24-second for James Robinson, I feel like that's fair. I don't think you're going to get a first for him. No, but I, 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 so I, I'd take two seconds if I wasn't contending for, for James Robinson. That's fair. I think so. Okay. I, I would. I would. Yeah. In Superflex. In, in Superflex. Yeah. In, 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 a, in a one QB, I'd like to get in the back end of that first round. That's mm-hmm. the difference. Because when you take out three to five quarterbacks out of this, you know, rookie draft class, that pushes all the running backs up to the top five, four or five picks. And then it's going to be all the wide receivers. And we're going to talk about wide receivers here to wrap up the show. But um, yeah, that that's James Rob. If you're a contender, just be happy. If you're three and three, four and two, soon to be, you know, five and two, four and three, you should just be elated if you have James Robinson on your roster. Um, he went from being, you know, he's he's taken you on a, a a roller coaster of emotions this year. You know, started off as a dynasty in a, in a fantasy RB one. All of a sudden, here comes ETN. All of a sudden, he gets no, literally no touches. He has one target in the game on Sunday. And now he's going back to replace an injured running back where he could get a very large percentage of the pie. So there's a lot of ways to handle Mr. Robinson, in my opinion. You handle him. You handle you him, ate, Mr. Robinson. Right? You handle him. So, all right, I have one, la- I have one last thing I, I, I want to hit you with. Um, by oh, the way, if, if anything pops up with more trades, I am going to try. Now, it may be recorded with my iPhone and my AirPods but I'm going to try to convert those to YouTube shorts. Um, that fits more of like the time frame that I have to get quick hitting information. So that would be a reason to head over to YouTube and just subscribe to Dynasty Warzone and get get a quick sub and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a better job of, of putting out some shorts. Maybe Dr. Kyle can, you know, come on and we'll call it Dynasty Eat My Shorts. <laughs> A little bark and we'll wear and we'll wear the hate brand shorts. We'll goat wear the shorts. hate brand goat shorts. It all comes full circle. But real yes. quick, so the the Brees Hall news really got my gears going. And I have to ask you a question. In a one QB league right now, and I, and I saw it yesterday before the injury, and I've already heard people talk about Bijan Robinson. What what where where did this need an idea of necessity of the 101 having to be an RB because I've been playing dynasty long enough. I remember 
2015, 2016, 2014, where there's a lot of wide receivers as the 101. I remember after his rookie year, Odell Beckham was the 101 in a startup. Why did we drift away? Why did we gravitate toward running back as the the, the de facto 101 in a 1QB? Any thoughts? Well, so I have a, uh, a skewed FFPC answer, but now that – so FFPC has a couple of formats now, um, but my original format was their – we call it their standard super flex format where you have to start two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex and a super flex, and it's tight end premium. So I think over there it became like a, a position of scarcity running backs – you know, you have to start in a given week. There's 24, 24 running backs that need to be started. And it felt like the drop off from running back one to running back 25 was much steeper than, say, wide receiver one to wide receiver 25 or wide receiver 12 to wide receiver 25. Um, that being said, I think it is there is absolutely nothing wrong with putting a wide receiver as your 101 in a one quarterback at this point. Um, you know, with look at like, I mean, I started Eno Benjamin in like four spots this week. I got Josh Jacobs, yeah, Miles Sanders, my, my James Robinson, are, yeah, Damian yeah. Pierce. Yeah. Do, do you want me to keep going? I mean, I mean wh- wh- where is this? So I went back and I, I thought, you know, who was the 101 at RB coming into this season this year? Result. No, it was Jonathan Taylor. Rookie. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Over, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, over. I, maybe I could. Yeah. It, was, it was Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And, and then before that, who who was it? I mean, it's been some combination of Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. You go back even further. It, it may, I think Christian McCaffrey had the, the dubious distinction of having two years in a row. Coming yeah. off that monster 2019, I think he was the Dynasty RB1-01. Yeah. He was the number one RB in Dynasty, probably a better way to say that. Mm-hmm. In both 2020 and 21, this year it was it was JT. You know, on Twitter, people are, were before the injury. We're talking about Brees Hall and B. John Robinson. Before that, it was Todd Gurley and David Johnson and Zeke Elliott. And, and you get my point. Yeah, there's no staying power. Where, where, where is Zeke Elliott now? I have people, experienced hardcore FFPC players, good friend of the show, Theo Griminger mm-hmm. from the Goat District and from Roto Underworld. You know, talking about Zeke's dust. Zeke's still an RB2, still usable, Theo, just in case you didn't know. But that's my point. But four years from now, what's what's Justin Jefferson's value going to be in a dynasty league? Pretty high. Probably, yeah, he's probably still at, you know, four years from now, he'll be what, 20? 27, 26, 27? Yeah, he'll be so. Stephon Diggs and probably the number one wide receiver in fantasy points scored. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want that longevity? I'm telling you right now, if we do a startup, and of course we'll do a ton of startups over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone this offseason. Um, we got a lot of them going right now. If if I'm drafting in the first round, now we do primarily Superflex, and especially like we don't do start three wide receivers, but I'm in a lot of leagues where you have to start three wide receivers. Yeah. Help me understand why in a league with those rules formats where it's Superflex and wide receiver – I'm not taking a running back till probably the third or fourth round. Can't can't blame you. I mean the the uh, FFPC Rotoviz Triflex uh, format that came out. I think last year. It's you have to. 
I think you have to start three wide receivers. And there's another non-super flex, flex, I believe. And those, I did maybe one or two of those in the offseason. And that's like quarterbacks and, and wide receivers. I think JT was, you know, he was often pushed to the back end of the first round as opposed to in the, the standard super flex. He would probably go, I don't know, three or four this summer. Yeah, I'm, I mean – why? I mean, don't get me wrong. Wide receivers get hurt too. It just doesn't seem to be Odell Beckham. Maybe he was the reason. Maybe when he didn't live up to the hype at, in 2015 in dynasty leagues, where he was the 101 overall in startups that year. I remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was started that trend where Zeke's rookie year had to be Zeke Elliott in 2016, and then it was, you know, all these running backs that I've already listed: Gurley and blah 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 blah. But, man, I mean, I'm looking right now. If you did a startup this year, I'm looking at the top 12. Now, mind you, there's still running backs to go. Ramondre Stevenson could wind up in here, maybe David Montgomery. But where was Josh Jacobs going in startups? I got Josh Jacobs in like the eighth, maybe ninth round of a startup this summer. Derrick Henry and Aaron Jones this year. And this year's startups were easily in the fourth and fifth round in Dynasty, especially Superflex. Yeah. You know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, whether you love him or whether you hate him, he's still the RB11 on the season as of right now. Damian Pierce, rookie out of nowhere. Ramondre Stevenson, Miles Sanders is having a bounce back. Jamal Williams, due to injury. Zeke Elliott, I already mentioned him. Um, Eno Benjamin is the RB23, and then Kareem Hunt. And then, you know, last night we had big games out of guys like Raheem Mostert. James Robinson just got a new lease on life. So with this, it it seems like if you have a top wide receiver, there's not that handcuff that comes in and all of a sudden becomes viable. Right. Whereas with the running back position, there is. So something I'm thinking of going into 2023 startup season, in the first round of a one QB, I'm going wide receiver. It's going to be hard for me to pass on guys, even older guys. I mean, like, I'm, I'm switching. If you hear the clicking of my mouse, I apologize. But Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cup were off this week, and they're still the wide receivers one and two on the season. Yeah. Jamar Chase was off this week. He's the wide receiver five. I'm sorry. Uh, no, Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase is the wide receiver four. I mean, these guys are putting up 30, 31, 32, 33, 29, 30. I mean, Cooper Cup had like a 44. It's it's guys, why are we drafting running backs at the most volatile position as the 101 in dynasty startups? So I just sent out a trade. You know, I'm I'm trying to move Brees Hall. Um, now I'm not giving him away. I'm trying to capitalize on that. Hey, it's a simple ACL, he'll be back. But um, I offered a I don't remember the middling wide receiver. And Quez Brees Watkins, Hall. you said. I think it was Quez Watkins. You know, he's yeah. a little bit, he's like the wide receiver four in Philadelphia. And Brees Hall, and I'm trying to get Swift and uh, DJ Moore. And I know that that probably feels like a, like a bad offer, but DJ Moore, I, of course, I would send it the day after he had his best game of the season. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm done overvaluing the RB101. They're great to have. But you know, you know who the RB one hundred and one overall is right now in dynasty. I'm sorry, is in fantasy on the season. RB Austin one. Eckler, it's Austin. Eckler. Oh yeah, by, by, by a long shot. But yeah. is anyone gonna is anyone gonna give you one hundred and one value for Austin Eckler? No. no. 
So I mentioned earlier in the season, I went out and got Miles Sanders. You can always find guys to give you, you know, 12, 15, 18 points at the running back position. Sometimes you got to get lucky. Sometimes it requires an injury. Sometimes you got to have like eight guys that are possible of being RB2s on your roster, hoping that they're one injury away from being RB1s. Yeah. But but that's how I'm going to look at it going forward. As we wrap this thing up, am I crazy? No, I, I like that. I mean, that's – I mean, if you're I, like FFPC, they've never had a league fold, correct? Correct. So if, if you were starting one today, I don't want to say that you play in a league for like – I think it's like $500 or $1,500. I'm not saying that you are, <laughs> but if you were starting one today for that kind of scratch, knowing that that you're going to be committed to it for years and years and years and years – and not only that, but you know that that league is going to be guaranteed to be around because of the place you're playing. Wouldn't you want to know that the number one thing you're building that team around is going to be there in four years and is going to have value in four years? Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if you, you, you catch a bad streak and you need to rebuild, you know you can get a truckload of pieces for them. You're not mm-hmm. getting a truckload for Christian McCaffrey right now. You're probably going to get a first and maybe an upside play. So for that reason, it's just, uh, you know, we didn't have much time to put this show sheet together. I apologize if the content was a little sporadic. We wanted to talk a little CMC, some James Robinson. I'll let you know that I'll be doing some uh, some drops on on YouTube throughout the week. But You're, dro- uh, you're dropping some shorts? I'll drop my shorts. There you go. Salute there my is. shorts. There it is. That, that we, we can't, we're not going to top that. This, sh- this show's <laughs> been a little choppy. We're not going to do better than that. But, man, I appreciate you bailing me out, jumping on and talking some, uh, some football. Uh, do oh, you want the pleasure. people to find you? And if so, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. You can also find me on uh, Instagram at Kyle Balzer DPT. And if you check within the next 24 hours, you'll actually catch a video of uh, the man Matt Harvey under my watch. Matt Harvey, former Mets pitcher? Yes, sir. Former Mets pitcher working with Dr. Kyle on uh, on those physical therapy streets. Well, man, listen, thank you so much for uh, jumping on. Remember the Patreon. Kyle will tell you it's great. He's a little slow. It's 10 o'clock Eastern time. My my brother and – Take me in it, and I will get get to you. My, uh, my, 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 my brother in Christ is a little tired, but, uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. Um, and if you, you're not wanting to commit to the Patreon level of support, just a, a review of the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher goes a long way as well as subbing on. Cause I do this for a lot of people. I subscribe. I just don't turn the notifications on. I give them the subscriber. I can always go into what I subscribe to. I can look at it later. But um, that goes a long way. So leave us a review. Leave us a, uh, a sub on YouTube. Head over to Patreon if, if you're interested. And uh, don't forget Hate Brand. Hate Brand Goods. H-V-I-I-I.com. Use promo code Memphis. And uh, you can rock some of the goat shorts like me and Dr. Kyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to get the tired, the very sleepy, the very uh, kind Dr. Kyle out of here. Kyle, man, you're a good one. Appreciate you, Memphis. Hopefully we can do this again soon. We're, we'll be doing it more. We'll get you in here. Uh, we'll be doing, we're talking injuries. We'll be talking some more stuff. But on behalf of Kyle, I am Memphis. And remember, here at the DWZ, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week and uh, good luck in week eight.
Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak